G'day everyone, welcome to another episode of Chewing the Bat, where we're going to recap the week of sport, give you highlights of the week, and preview the upcoming NRL season just around the corner. My name's Jack, and I'm once again gladly joined by good mate, fellow sporting diehard, and colleague. How are you going, Gus? Good, thank you, Jack. Colleague, as you say. <laughs> How are you today? Yeah, pretty good, mate. Um, once again, we also want to say a huge thank you to our producer, Producer Frey, for helping us put together this podcast. Um, thanks, mate. How are you doing today? Delightful. How was Pilates? Yeah, fantastic. You're thank right. you. <laughs> Episode three, boys. Let's go. First Pilates session of the year? or? Yeah, I'm tight. Tight, tight, <laughs> tight. But just like it's only up from one. here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, tell me about All it. All right. <laughs> Before we rip into some content, we just want to shout out and thank our podcast sponsor, Kiala Organic. So Kiala Organic produces 100% certified organic grass-fed beef, lamb, and pork straight from their local farm and delivers straight to your doorstep or workplace. So thanks heaps to Kiala Organic. Now, boys, um, going back to our first podcast we posted with an AO recap, we had a pretty good story um, with Aslan. The lion. The lion. The lion. Yeah, our man, our, our, um, our qualifi- qualifier run. Um, last week, we've seen some more... Qualies runs or wild cards runs. Low ranked. Yeah. Outside the top 100. That's for sure. Well, one of them. One of them well outside the top 100 in Storm Sanders. So Storm was previously ranked outside the top 300. Um, she played Qualies at the recent Adelaide International. One through. One through Qualies and made it all the way through to the quarter final. Quarter final. So that is a huge result for Storms, who has only, I think she's only played one, one slam in her career. Going back to... I think that's right, going yeah. Going back to 2013. Um, so, still, still quite young, though. Yeah, so our, our producer, Matty Frey, actually knows a fair bit about about Storm Sanders. Um, mate, well, how, how did you see her performance, actually, in the last week? Did you did you watch much of her tennis? Like, you know, how'd she go? Yeah, I made sure to catch a little highlight from all but the the Putinetsova match. Didn't see much of that one, although that was the, the tightest on, on paper. Yeah, Round of 16? Sixteen. That's right. Yeah, and she had two pretty tough qualies matches as well. Actually, um, oh, in sure. one of them, McNally, who is a class player. Pretty. I don't think she's very conventional. Not term, at all. No, very so, American on the court. Yeah. So <laughs> very <deal>. American. <laughs> yeah. A little bit. Big a little hitting. bit slicey, but big hitting when she when the ball's so there for her. A bit of a body game. Yeah, Ash Barty. Yeah, on that on that track for yeah, sure. So very hmm. tough qualies run um, for Storm, and ended up getting through two pretty pretty good matches. In the main draw, you know, eventually um, getting beaten by Belinda Benchik, who ended Qual- up making the final. So, yeah, quality opponent there. Yeah, so well done to Storm. I think that, you know, boosted her ranking from outside the top 300 to about 199. So she's in the top 200, which huge for her. Gives her Massive. a look at, um, I guess, all the slams, the qualies. Um, yeah, so is she? So what's the cutoff for qualies at the slams? Y- usually qualies cutoff is about two... 220 okay so she's probably she's got a shot she's got a shot she's in um that's all you need yeah and and moving on from storm this is this is definitely our story of the week highlight of the week um big alexi poprin now he received a wild card into the recent singapore atp 250 atp 250 do you want to know how he went 
I want to know how he, he went. Blo- he bloody won the thing. Oh, <laughs> stop it. He, he won it. Um, so he got a wild card into the event. He had a really tough matchup in the semi final. Um, yeah, beating our man Chilik. Our man. Big talk from last <laughs> week. <laughs> we basically implied last week that he was somewhat gifted a slam. So we'll run that back. Yeah, we'll quality player. Call it no disrespect to Chilik, but um, <laughs> certainly not intended. No, but Alexei played quality two sets against big server um it was big right. tennis big first ball striking and yeah it was bloody good to watch actually um can we matt's just producer Frey is just giving me a look alexi or alexi i think it's alexi 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 <laughs> sorry alex feel, feel free <laughs> popperin to contact the show get in touch and correct us on uh, instagram alexi sorry alexi. phonetic pronunciation <laughs> Um, and he also took down fellow Aussie in Matt Ebden. Who's yeah, which been, I think he was a wild card as well. Yeah, wild card late in his career, playing pr- some pretty good tennis. And I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure he did pretty well in doubles too I with think, JP Smith. I think so. And I think Ebden took out Milmania, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. earlier in the tournament. Yeah, so Ebden playing pretty good tennis. Doubles, both singles and doubles. I think yeah. himself He's and flying JP at the moment. made the finals of, in Singapore. So Of course, the Australian Open as well. Yeah, so, you know, first ATP title for Alexi. Oh, and yeah. it came from beating, you know, a number of really quality opponents. Well, in um, the final, he beats what? the top 50. I think he's 43 at the moment. The Kazakhstani. Kazakhstani? <laughs> yeah, I think so. In, Kazakh. Yeah, in, in Sasha Bublik. Yeah, he's forty. He's ranked forty three at the moment. So Sorry, guys, that's Alexander Bublik. Sasha being the nickname. Oh, I'm well, off the, com- it. the commentators were spitting Sasha last night. So. I wasn't. I wasn't listening <laughs> Bublik. I was listening Popperin. I was confident. You know what that was? That was a lot of Matt was like, I could be two from two on correcting Maury on names here. <laughs> <laughs> I I've reckon probably I'm dropped on. a fair bit of incorrect information over the last podcast, so it's probably easy to pick up on me. But um, nah, that's that's one all. That's fine. Anyway, See how we go in the back half. Yeah, Poprin, unbelievable run. Um, which puts him, I think, before the tournament, he was about one fourteen in the world. Puts him at eighty two. That's crazy. So a huge jump up in the rankings. Career high, if I'm not mistaken. Career high, actually. and I guess that gets him into all the slams. Oh yeah, not yeah, probably main draw. Main, main draw, so obviously you probably usually get a wild card at the AO, but French, yep. Wimby, US. US in particular is where I think we're going to see him get his best result. So this year, next year, so proceeding it's, it's, years. It's interesting, yeah. His best year, without a doubt, I mean, he's so young and 2020 is massively impacted and outside normal, but his best year was 2019, no doubt. I think his end of the year ranking was 89. Or he definitely achieved his career high to that point of 89 in that year. And you look at his slam results. Very consistent slam results. Super consistent for a 19-year-old at that point. Yeah, 2019 had a couple good slam results. So what, third round of AO. Yep. And also wins at French Wimby and once again, another third round at At the US. US. So super consistent. He runs from Alexi, sorry. (laughs) Again. again. Um, Am I crazy to say... I feel like he likes the big stage, or at least at the AO he does. I know that's impacted he, he a bit by a home crowd. And I, I'm not quite sure if you've watched him play a bit, but he's very composed. He plays a mm. really aggressive game. He's got a big game. Big, big game, big serve. Big serve. Jinx. He's, he's pretty... <laughs> he's, he's, and, he's, and he's pretty tall. I think he's pushing, nearly pushing two metres. Oh, pushing... <laughs> straight back into heights. Yeah, I, I don't know if that's correct or not, but he's... Uh, Tall player and moves he does look long and moves unbelievably well for his height. So, oh my word! Yes. Yeah, a huge congratulations to Sasha. 
<laughs> not Sasha, Alexi, Alexi Popperin, and taking out his first ATP title. And you did know, you see? So I was watching the highlights, and I looked at. I didn't look at. I watched the match point and end of the game. Man, he just looks happy. It's he was ecstatic. Yeah, whether so it was like a see. bit of a monkey off his back or. I, just, I mean, he's 21. It's just like, I think he'd just, just be excited. And it's the start of his he's career now. The, Yeah. You well, know. that's, he know he, he's must, in. He would have talked about it before the final. Like, yeah. I'm on here for a big year. So it's pretty Let much, alone just a win. And it's a beautiful setup for the year. So, you know, he, can, epic. he can know, he can go into the year knowing he's going to go all slams and also probably get into qualities for all the ATP 250s, 500s and thousands. So, you know, good on, good on him. Good on Alexi. What do you reckon for the US? Just quickly. My tip. Just a quick tip. It's a long way away. Depending on the draw, obviously. Of course. I think I'm going to see a fourth round. Yeah. <laughs> I love Depending that. Depending on the draw. Depending on the draw. That's a hot take. <laughs> I wanted to call it as well. <laughs> I had a feeling you might. Fourth round, quarterfinal. I wouldn't be surprised. Quarter? No. Oh. Don't say no. Nah, I wouldn't say no to it. <laughs> but he's got the game. He's got the he game for it. He has got the game for it. He seems to love it. Yeah. Especially on the hard court. And I'd be also interested to see how he goes on, on, on clay. At the French and all the, you know, Monte Carlo, Madrid. Um, so, yeah. Big summer uh, run. Very excited for, for the year for him. Um, no doubt. We're going a bit more locally at the moment. We got in Brisbane, we had a UTR Pro event um, coming up. Oh, at the moment playing. Ongoing. Ongoing. On court, We I had think. one last week, which completed a couple of days ago, with what we call our local legend, Dane Sweeney, taking out Sweeney the event. Dog. Yeah, so... I don't know if anyone calls him that just quietly. <laughs> Swindle, probably not. <laughs> We're just going to stick I've with Dane. <laughs> yeah, all right. Um, Dane's another sunny coast boy. Um, grew up playing, training on the sunny coast. We've, I've watched his journey until he from when he was ripping balls at about four or five years old until until now. Um, yeah. he, had a, he had a pretty good run in the Australian Open qualies, making the last round. Um, I did. I did think he did get a walkover. I did in the second round of qualies due to a COVID outbreak. Um, oh, okay. Oh, you take those. Yeah, we'll take it. We'll take that. That's so, 2021. Yeah. So we got good um, tennis locally in Brisbane at the moment. Dane Sweeney taking out. And we also got Lee Tu um, playing the current one. We talked about him previously um, playing Feliciano Lopez uh, at the Australian Open. So really good tennis locally in Brisbane. Um, and hopefully both Lee and Dane, we're going to see big things from them coming up in the, in the upcoming season. Oh, big years ahead. I think... The rumor is from producer Frey on court right now, friend of the show, Kim Birrell, hopefully going well. Yeah, we've got Kim on at the moment. So Kim has just come back from her her South run, and I think she was in Victoria, obviously Melbourne for a bit. I think she was in Sydney yeah, for a bit. Sydney and Adelaide. So she's up back home in Brizzy. Um, and good luck to Kimbo playing in the Pro Series UTR event at Tennyson. That's uh, it this week. Um, so yeah, that's our that's our recap of. Tennis for the week. To be um, fair, that's a bloody good highlight. Oh, great run. Storm Sanders, Alexi, and yeah, the local legends in Dane Sweeney and... Sween Dog. Yeah, Sween Dog. So <laughs> big things big things to come, I think, from Sweeney in the next couple of years. Um, all right. So we're going to be rolling away from tennis. Yeah. Now. Abruptly. Yeah. Whether you like it or not. <laughs> <We're>, <laughs> that's almost a threat. I oh, know. <laughs> It was very direct. <laughs> and there you goes, like it yeah, or not. There goes 50% of our listeners. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Harry's pretty, gone, that's yeah, for sure. Yeah, we're pr- <laughs> definitely. We're pretty excited about this one. See you, mate. Um, Gus and I, both avid NRL supporters. Um, I would say that. And we've got the NRL season probably a couple, couple of weeks couple away. A couple weeks. I think you it's know, the I'll, 11th of March. 
Yeah, I think, I think you're right. Um, yeah. Alongside the AFL season and also we, I think the rugby has just started as well. So the footy code's kicking. It's been a weird time. So the, the Australian Open's finished. You've, your cricket's gone overseas. Or failed to. You, you know, your rugby codes haven't started yet. So I don't, I don't know about you, mate, but I've, I've felt a bit lost over the last couple of weeks with no... It's been quiet. Yeah. I haven't... Less domestic sport. There's some, there's some stuff I haven't known what to do with myself. No, so the week's been a blur. So we're bloody excited to start talking about this upcoming NRL season. Um, no doubt. We did have a fair few trial matches in the NRL over the last week or so. Hold on. I got a surprise for you. Oh, Jesus. I'm not ready for a surprise, mate. You're ready for it. <laughs> we'll segue in. You're going to love it. <laughs> okay. Well, it's actually something I didn't know about it, but it's two week old news. So you might know about it. But I think you're going to love it either way. Okay, I may have missed it, but let's you go. You may have missed it. I definitely missed it. So, just before I get into it, I'll preface it by saying I've seen some interviews with the with the players and they seem to be taking it in good spirits just as a bit of fun. So, <laughs> I think it's all right to go ahead with it. Okay. So, the NRL Roast on Twitter or Instagram, they got their socials. Oh, no. Ran a player, not a player, a fan poll. Yep. Hottest 100 players in the NRL, right? Yeah. <laughs> Who did we talk about last week, Mate, briefly? I already know, I haven't heard it, but I already know the answer. <laughs> Kalen Ponga. No, no doubt. Yes. Oh, yes. Number one. Number one. Who the was people's favourite? What, what's how's the ranking system? Why is he number one? Is he just? I think it was just a fan vote, if I'm not mistaken. But I think they announced the top five on Fletcher's Drive Time Radio Show. <laughs> number one, that? Kalen Ponga. Yeah. Do you want to know the top five? All right. What's number you are two? going to love it. Number two, Cam Murray. Oh my, smoke God. show, <laughs> certified. This is just a list of the best looking blokes in the NRL. Pretty yeah, much. it is. Oh, oh right. Right. Yeah, <laughs> on. hottest, not best. Hottest, sorry, hottest, sorry. hottest, hottest. Number three, Dylan Brown, oh. with the frosted tips. Yeah, gee, yep. I wouldn't have picked it, but yeah, I do agree with. Probably it. a good call. Four, a little bit of a surprise packet, perhaps. I've heard people talk about him though. Tyson Frizzell. <laughs> My favourite player. But anyway. I think Frizz is definitely up there in the list. But right. no, Lil Pappy, Ryan Pappenhausen. Oh, number four. I don't know. I, I heard a lot of talk. A lot of people get around his look with the mullet. People seem to like the mullet. Yeah, he's just a t- t- small, not tall. He's very small, gangly looking dude. But he's athletic, and people get around the mullet. He's a, well, he's a speed demon. It's he, a speedy look. Yeah, I know. He you would pretty, say. Yeah, he is pretty quick, and I guess his speed makes the mullet look better. Definitely. It wouldn't if you put it on me and tried to watch me run a hundred, it wouldn't be flowing quite so gloriously. No. <laughs> <laughs> As it does on Lil Pappy. It might not even be flowing to be honest. <laughs> it might not, no. Pretty slow. Alright, number five. This one's just rounded out. Good solid pick. RTS. Roger oh, Tulvasashek. Yeah. He's just a great bloke. He's good cap captain of the year last yeah, year. Captain of the year. Um, Leader of men. Gee. And now certified smoke show. God, what a top five. How good is that? <laughs> In particular, Cam Murray, I didn't think of, but yeah, I do. Oh, 100%. Joey Johns is somewhere smiling about that one. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. He's, yeah, he's got a weird love affair for him. Um, oh, it's understandable. Oh, but gee, that's a that's a good start. <laughs> that's a <laughs> great start. Like that. I do love it, um, which leads us into our moments of the week. So we had trial matches in the NRL previous uh, this week and the week before. Pretty much a full round. I think everyone got out on the park. Yeah, not too many injuries, um, which is good. That's always a big worry, I think, in going hard in the trial matches. And a lot of teams yeah. pretty much played their full strength team. Yeah, so, 
yeah, that was good to see. Um, but let's get into our moments of the of the weekend of trials. Um, yeah, let's do it. There were some good matches, some big wins, but give us your moment of the week, mate. What, what My caught your, favorite yeah, what, moment? What, what caught your eye or your ear? Oh, that's yeah. good. <laughs> that's impressive. <laughs> you know what caught my ear, Jack? Was I was tuning into a KO showing. I guess it's just the Fox broadcast mm. of Broncos versus Cowboys. Yeah. As you do. As the, a the, diehard the nation derby, fan. Yeah. The, yeah, the derby. And it was a surprise packet, Jiral Yao Yi in commentary. Gee, that's good. It is good. He was just he's, a, of, he's a bit of a natural. He is a bit of a natural. Mm. It was just the col- color commentary role sort of making a few jokes, talking about the boys. Because he, he came through 20s with Alex Glenn, yep. who it was actually a testimonial for at Redcliffe Stadium. Awesome, yep. Yeah, so he had obviously a bit of connection to the boys, but he seemed to just be a pretty natural on the mic. And he also just loves it. Like, he obviously, he's still around it. the Broncos' side. and he's, Yeah, he does a bit there. Yeah, he does a bit with, with the team still. He's got a lot of mates still in the team. And, and he's good, but... My absolute favorite, right? You'll love this. Again, this is very on theme for the start for us. My favorite moment, Bronx scored a couple early, earliest tries, go up. Jermaine Osaka was kicking to convert yep. after one of the tries. And I've got it written down for you. Gerald looks at him and goes, Jermaine Osako, has he got baby oil on those baby cows? Because they look humongous at the moment. <laughs> That's what I mean. The commentary is just outstanding. Outstanding. And then next kick he's talking about, he strikes it well, but gee, I bet he does. Look at the quads. <laughs> he couldn't get away no, from it. He couldn't. Which we love here at Two Mate, in the Bat. He couldn't, he couldn't Aslan and... Yeah, as baby cows. Some baby cows on him too. We could even have a top three baby cows. It's starting to build out. <laughs> yeah. That's easy too. But he is, he is great on the commentary just because, you know, he's in his head, he's probably still in the playing group. You know, well, he's, age-wise, he's, he is. Age-wise, he is. He doesn't have the mentality of, I, I guess he doesn't think he's an ex-player yet. Somewhat. I mean, I'm sure, you know, I'm sure he's accepted it. But yeah, yeah definitely, it, it feels like he's still just sort of amongst the boys. And I know that that can be, maybe you're not going to get like harsh criticism, but I feel like you get an insight that you wouldn't otherwise always get, which is really valuable. Like when you look at, Recently in the NFL, I know you don't really watch the NFL. I oh, don't really. Time, time. Oh, mate, I'll tune into the Super Bowl. I'll Come tune on. into the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I think there's been a lot of buzz over the past couple of years for Tony Romo's commentary. Yes. Because he retired a couple of years ago, obviously an all-time quarterback, and just is always predicting like the next play to happen or just has insight about certain players' habits well, because and tendencies. He's, been amongst it. he's got the insight. He's got this extra yeah. insight. It's like Richard Jefferson in the NBA as well. Yeah. Just come out and it's just like still ripping on LeBron know some inside <laughs> stories and it's just yeah it's all time so that was definitely my highlight Gerald. all right unbelievable um well you know i'm gonna I, I don't have a moment of the week but i do have something i'm looking forward to for the season all right and it's my beloved dragons <laughs> are you though are you looking forward to it oh well i'm looking forward <laughs> i've seen a lot of I'll, buzz for the spoon yeah a lot of the boys that we've spoken to about the dragons have tipped the dragons to hit the spoon the wooden the infamous it's a wooden lot, spoon it's a lot of year. dragons and broncos <laughs> buzz for the spoon yeah so being a being a local brisbane boy as well like obviously i, I do love my brisbane broncos so it's going to be a tight battle, I reckon. Yeah, can't we're, wait. We've to... picked. So. <laughs> <laughs> can't wait to watch that one unfold. Um, so, yeah, my, you know, looking forward to the season is the Dragons unfolding. Um, also, probably one of the 
one of the teams where we've seen the most amount of changes as well. Some some good changes. Some yeah. some I'd say maybe weird ones. Um, are the West Tigers? Oh yeah, mate. And heaps. We're excited to see the Tigers. I'm, I'm probably yeah. you know with their team on paper, you look at it and say it's definitely a top eight team. I think so. And I don't know, top four is pushing, but I think they're in contention. You know, they should be in contention. I mean, they're always in contention actually, but they I, always just come ninth. I like the lineup too. Yeah, me too. I do, I do well, like it. It's one of those teams. I got a bit of a theory about this. Okay, so before the weekend, I looked at the predicted lineup, and I see Moses Mbai at fullback, Dewey at six. Yeah. And I'm like, can Dewey play six? <laughs> I didn't know about that. I know they picked up Dane Laurie, which is big, but yeah. I'd only seen him play utility. Sort of role at the Panthers because obviously they had a pretty baited in team last year. He, yeah. he, he wasn't able to break in. Yeah. But I was sort of looking at the team and I'm thinking it's a lot of versatile players. It's a lot of players who can play different positions, right? A bit like sometimes you look at the Queensland Origin team and you sort of think, geez, I wish we had a center to play in center instead of yeah. Michael Morgan and Mbai. <laughs> yeah, there's just half the team is just utilities. Utility. <laughs> but, then, but then, a bit like the Origin, they get a win and you're thinking, is this a strength? Because I've just got footy players everywhere and they know how to play the game and they're good enough to play multiple positions. And that's what I was thinking about the Tigers. All of a sudden, I'm going, Dewey's a great six. He's throwing a cutout. <laughs> they played well. And I guess it could go either way with a team like that. They could either gel, find their positions, yeah. or it could just be an absolute shambles. Island so. of Misfit Toys. But they do have a lot of strike as well. Big Luch looked really good on the weekend. Oh, yeah. Luciano Leilua. Yeah, big fan of him. Well, you would be with the drags. Well, not anymore. He's ba- left, but ba- <laughs> yeah, I know. still a fan. Still, he was baby Luch back then, but he just looks like a monster now. Yeah, and Jimmy the Jet, which you know, hopefully Jimmy the Jet can string together a healthy season, mind and body. Well, I did see a pretty funny comment on YouTube looking at um, the highlights of their game, and someone had tipped Jimmy the Jet and Leilua on that right edge. Joey, have, yeah, Joey, to have the most. The most penalised right edge in the competition <laughs> for this season, which doesn't matter. You know, that. I, I don't want to say I back it, but it could happen. It could happen. <laughs> it definitely could happen. We've seen a few just like it's not even always just loose, like laying in the ruck too long or anything. Sometimes it's just erratic high shots just out of the blue <laughs> yeah, yeah, for the boys, <laughs> or just randomly kicking the ball into the stadium. Just yeah, yeah something like that. <laughs> just getting it reminds me of struck a bit, down. Bit, bit of a curious mentality when he's off. Something. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Just, something. just erratic. Just erratic. Bat break. High shot. Yeah, so we're pretty excited to see the Tigers transform this year. I am. Um, well, actually, this just give me two minutes on Luke Brooks because... Oh, I'll give you... Matt, you can have 10 if you want. <laughs> I love Luke Brooks. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> you like the scoot. Um, well, I think Luke Brooks, I think... Tell me if I'm wrong. I think he's a th- victim of bad marketing. More so than he is an actual disappointment as a player. Because people, like the internet is always like, Luke Brooks is letting us down. Is he? He's had a fair bit of pressure on him. He's had a heap of pressure. He's a good footy player. But he came through, Luke Brooks, Moses coming through, Woodsy was Woodsy, in the team, Teddy. and Teddy. And I remember at the time, there was a lot of salary cap chat. Who are yeah. they going to keep? Who's the chosen one? Teddy obviously goes, big money move and excels. Being a fullback, yeah. At the Roosters. Woodsy eventually, I think he stayed longer than the others, but moved on. And Moses got let go and went to the Eels. Yep. So all of a sudden, when Luke Brooks debuted, just going back, it was a lot of, he's the next Andrew Johns, right? For some reason. <laughs> and that's big pressure. It's a huge <laughs> pressure. And then they choose him over the other 
well, two, essentially, of halves and spine players. They choose him over the other two. And all of a sudden, it's Luke Brooks, take the Tigers to the promised land. <laughs> and Benji Marshall's there a bit. Farrah's oh. there a bit. In and out, the old boys. And he's just... I think he's just been a victim of that comparison more so than actually being a letdown yeah, in any way. I agree. If the media, like, I don't know, took a bit of pressure off him and just let him play his game, hopefully with, he can form a you know a couple of good combos with the new players coming in this year. But <laughs> Yeah, do we? Do we? It looked do good in the It did look ball. real good, that cutout ball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to, oh, who was it, Joey or someone on the, on the, on the wing? But yeah, yeah, so do we, do we throw in cutouts? Luke scooting... And they could be on. I reckon I reckon top eight. They've been sitting at nine. <laughs> they love finishing just and outside Luma. the final. Oh, some plays, mate. On huge, paper. Huge on paper. On paper, they're unbelievable. So and hopefully they get out of that um, end of season nine spot. Yeah. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Fingers. Hopefully the Broncos find a nine. I'd love that. That'd be a success, I reckon, here uh, in Brisbane. Yeah, that's, that's another thing. Where do we see the Broncos sitting this season? Oh, my word. Just saw JT say 14th, he reckons. <laughs> <laughs> He's had nowhere but up. 14th. Well, it's pretty... I don't know. Well, they spooned last year, didn't they? Yeah, they spooned. Yeah, first, so, first spoon ever, you know, Like JT said, that they can only go one direction. <laughs> or they can stay the same. Or they can stay at the spoon. Oh, God. Well, well, well we, we do hope that they, you know, play well. And you never know. They've got a pretty young pack. Hopefully, Brody Croft lifts a little bit and kind of leads the... I think Brody Croft should... I think he's another little bit of a victim of... The Bronx got him in. Similar to the Luke Brooks situation. Similar to the Luke... Similar player, almost. Like, mm. running half... And the Bronx got him in as the saviour of organised the team around when it's just not quite his game. It's just, I think it's too much pressure for it. They're still young guys. He's a young fan. He was like 21 or 2 last year, was he? Yeah. Super young. So, to, to you know, to put pressure on a young fella like that to run a team. Especially in a one-team town like Brisbane. Because, I mean, you drive down Milton Road or Caxton or anything, it's Broncos banners everywhere. Yeah. Diehard fans. Diehard fans. Interesting on that comment there. Sorry to chime in, guys. That same uh, NRL fans uh, survey that you were talking about before actually had yeah. a had a little pop up saying, "Yeah, should we expand to more teams?" And the number one vote, thirty six, I believe, it was thirty six percent of people were saying we need another team in Brizzy. Yeah, oh, gee. followed by Perth. That's the other place oh, yeah. I want to see I, some more. But I think I think people are keen on the Broncos, but looking looking to see a little bit more a little of a Sydney sitch. Well, there's, got, I think we've got the players here. You know, the Redcliffe Dolphins. I think they're have, a have strong. leading candidate. Yeah, and also my, I'd like to see the Sunny Coast team. Oh yeah, Sunny Coast Falcons. The problem with the Falcons is you'd have to pry them away from the Storm because they're obviously the Storm oh, feeder. Form, and yeah, the Storm are having great success. Like Pappenhausen came through, sent him up here. Harry Grant came up to the Sunny Coast. The cheese, I think the cheese might have had a little Maybe stint a little up run. there as well. Yeah. yeah, so they're having great success with it. They'd be hard pressed to get rid of so it. I reckon you'd probably say if they if the Broncos or the Brisbane did expand and ha- had another team, you'd say Redcliffe or Ips- the Ipswich. Yeah, even. Ipswich I think just merged with one of the Southern teams bids or something yeah. to make like this super team Western power. We've got we've got to get more teams up here. Sydney is just <laughs> pumping, <laughs> pumping, and I even heard talks of Melbourne potentially moving up north. That's pretty outrageous. So I don't know whether they're getting overtaken by the Send old... them up to the Sunny Coast. <laughs> sunny Coast Stadium. <laughs> they they love to, it. They, they were pretty comfy up there at all, the Twin Waters Resort. Yeah, they so. <laughs> didn't seem to mind it too much. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. So I, I reckon I'd say um, either the Ipswich. Is it the Jets? Yeah. Producer Frey, Ipswich merged with the Brisbane Bombers to make a dual bid for that for an NRL slot. Right. So that that's probably... 
you know the leading team there to take that possibly is that a Redcliffe I suppose um thanks for that man it's yeah that is that's nice. fantastic um, <laughs> um <laughs> a lot of these <laughs> yeah thanks for that yeah. <laughs> we're bloody glad to have producer Frey here <laughs> otherwise but we're steering the ship essentially <laughs> <laughs> so yeah pretty much the Tigers you know that's the team that we want to look for in the season um another big talking point is you know there's been a couple of big injuries one being Tommy Turbo <laughs> up the corso in Manly <laughs> has anyone signed Harry yet? Oh. <laughs> Harry smoked him oh actually God. no sorry sorry, sorry. I've just abs- I've accidentally slandered he did his hammy falling in the bathroom apparently the night before that he was allegedly racing up the corso without seeming to warm up or anything maybe a few beers in him too possibly <laughs> possibly <laughs> But either way, it sucks. It really does suck because poor old Tommy Turbo looks like an absolute world beater when he can stay out on the pitch. Oh, yeah. he's. I think he is either going to make or break the, the Seagull season. I think so too because you look at them. Like last year, he went out. They couldn't score any points and all of a sudden, the defense was just leaking points as well. Yeah. He's just integral to everything. And everything I do. That he's a does. great guy. With his, Also, his brother. Jakey. Yeah. They're yeah. a good combo. And, you know, you, you'd hate to see Manly slip down the ladder year after year after, you know, great success. You know, the, the, Stuart, the Stuart brothers coming through. And there'd definitely be a few fans up north yeah. that say they'd like to see them slip down, actually. <laughs> oh, that is very true. <laughs> Not many Manly supporters up north here. Um, grubs, grubs. <laughs> a little bit of that. No, we, we, do, we do love the Travoyevich brothers, though. So they're, they're great. And Cherry. Yeah, we love Daly. Yeah, we, don't, we don't mind daily. Captain and courageous, captain of the worst Queensland team in history. <laughs> Quoted. <laughs> Quoted. Oh, that's pretty rough, isn't it? Yeah. Um. So yeah, where do you see Manly sitting at the, you know, in the season? Mate? Do you think they're gonna? Oh, outside, push? outside eight for me, definitely. If Turbo comes back, maybe an eight. But I just I can't see them starting. Maybe this is recency bias, bias after the smashing at the hands of the Tigers. But yeah. I feel like they might come out of the block, blocks a bit slow. Yeah, I'm gonna to have to agree with you. I'm yeah, have to agree. Are there any? Are there a couple teams that you'd cement in the top eight? Oh, pre-season, obviously a few. Roosters, Storm, Bunnies, Panthers, Panthers, and then Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> Come reckon, on, mate! Come on, give us a look. <laughs> give us a look. I reckon top eight for the Dragons. Jack Bird for Dally M. Jeez, that's a big call. <laughs> Actually, Benny Hunt's the captain. I saw on the weekend. I think. He is. Benny Hunt captaining. Love um, that. Yeah, quite controversial. He hasn't been playing too well recently, but I hope he does find a bit of form for the... Bring it back. For the boys in the in the red V. Um, but yeah, past that, Raiders, obviously Eels, be, you know, big candidates. And then you got Knights, and then you start looking at Titans. Yeah, and then and then the rest. Yeah, probably the rest. But there are a lot of quality, quality clubs this year, actually. Well, the, the Titans, staying local again, they've got a bloody good young forward pack too oh yeah you see big tino's try oh muscled his way through yeah and he he's looked, got a bit of speed he's very he's mobile got a bit of ticker yeah. <laughs> yeah, i'll tell you what bit. these big boys in the nrl they freaks they're not just big and slow and powerful they're big and they're fast now it's crazy to yeah, watch you it's know. almost would you attribute that to the rule change somewhat oh a little bit or I, just I, I think the with the rule change they've got to be a little bit fitter Shed a few kilos, yeah, perhaps. faster, but at the same time, they're still strong. Just sheer athleticism. You watch like David Fafita run through the packs, and oh. like his his speed is phenomenal. Oh yeah, and like you big even even going to Canberra, big Papa, 
Big Papa, yeah, you see him chase down Fogarty. Like, he's quick. Speaking of the tights, he is quick. <laughs> 115 <laughs> kilos of speed. <laughs> That's the mullet. <laughs> Taking it back to Pappenhausen. Oh. It might be the mullet, the speed mullet. I don't know if we'll see many mullets this season. Whether it's, you reckon out of fashion? I think, it, yeah, it was, a you know, everyone went hard on the mullet train for a few months and I haven't seen many this year, to be honest. So. Could you predict what's next? In terms of hair trends? Yep. Jeez. Producer Frey, feel free to wait. You know in what? As well. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw in something pretty obscure. Do it. Oh, I was gonna say the bowl cut, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just gonna go a shaved dome. I like it. Get on the no, Angus train. Yeah, no, <laughs> just like yourself, mate. Number two all over. Thanks. <laughs> or three, whatever you want. Whatever. Three you want. and four, actually. Three, three That's four. the secret recipe. Four on top, three on the side. Yeah, I don't know if we're gonna see many mullets. Um, but yeah, I reckon. Couple, we're gonna see some. The man, I saw a few man buns come back into play. Yeah, um, saw a couple in the top hundred. Top three haircuts. Top three haircut trends from last year. Yeah, or well, what are they? Frosted tips. Frosted tips came back hard. <laughs> <laughs> I liked the baby mullets a bit more than the big mullets. Yeah, um, but I don't know the, the mullets. Towards the end of it, I didn't mind it. At first, yeah. I was. A, you were big, oh, oh no, I was a big hater at first, but <laughs> maybe it was Pappenhausen that got me. <laughs> a top, top five. five. <laughs> you just needed a top five. I think Ponga had a borderline baby mullet for a bit. Yeah. And Jerome Hughes, baby mullet out the back of the headgear. Oh, true. That swayed me. That was a great I went, one. He's done that very tactically. So, oh, gee, it's it's a good talking point. Hopefully we see a few I'd like to see the bowl yeah. cut. Oh, Producer yeah. Frey, you got anything different? Favourite haircut? I think... The, that comment about the man bun I think, you think that's it's coming I reckon it's coming I reckon that mullet's going to move straight up the back of the head turn into a little little pouch up <laughs> oh, top I guess it's already there, ready, it's ready to rumble it's ready to rumble it might and be more of a ponytail as opposed to a man yeah, bun yeah the side bits would need a bit of work but <laughs> like and just in terms of rugby what's been going on a bit of origin recently seen players like Addo Carr making a huge a big bun he had a big bun. Oh, yeah, was... He's shaved most of it off now, though. Ooh, maybe he'll speaking set it. Maury, speaking of Maury's tip, he's had a pretty shaved dome. I think he might have had a bit of a, something think, going on at the back. I think he's kept like a little rat's tail or something. But... <laughs> the but ratty. It's, it's pretty much shaved, though. <laughs> That's it, the ratty. <laughs> okay. Bring back the ratty. I grow one quite naturally, actually. I can't even shave it. I try it every looks, time. It looks terrible, mate. <laughs> <laughs> there, I've said it. <laughs> I've said it. <laughs> All right, let's go back. Let's go back to some NRL. So, we've also seen some pretty big player swaps. Um, a little bit of some controversial, others pretty fair. One of the biggest ones we've seen is Harry Grant. Yeah, probably one of our, you know, great young player. Um, and also pre- pretty much taking over. I'd, I'd say the goat at he, Melbourne Storm. I think he in Cameron pretty Smith. much. Well, he pretty much will have the starting spot. I reckon he's injured his. MCL, I think now. I think he might be out for three weeks. Um, he'll, he'll be back, though, for the start of the season, hopefully. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But either way, I think probably long-term starting spot will be his. It'd be interesting to see what the cheese does in response to that. Whether he'll just stay as a utility on the bench. I mean... Or, uh, I think he does want a starting position. He probably wouldn't mind. I mean, he's, he's a New Zealand player. He's an international quality player coming off the bench, which is... Unreal for Melbourne, but obviously for him, maybe he wants something more. But while they have it, the punch, like, imagine the scoots for 80 minutes flat, just the boys. You get, 
maybe 45 Harry Grant and then the cheese comes off the bench ripping gee he, he puts it in doesn't he maybe then you slide the cheese to 13 Harry Grant still playing at, back on at 9 he he changes the momentum of game sometimes having 100%. that having that burst and that quick dummy half run 100% jeez like you know your team could look slow tired lacking in offense and you sub a player like him on he just goes all out and he switches it yeah it's crazy to see and and you know it's it's 100 110% for the whole time he's on there's no, yeah, literally. there's literally no holding back never H- hence, not in defense hence not the running name the ball. i guess the block of cheese i think it might just be physique He's a bit round, isn't he? I'm not sure actually where it initially <laughs> came from. <laughs> but it sticks. He's just dense. He's just yeah. hard to tackle, slippery like a block of cheese. Yeah, so, you know, <laughs> I guess maybe you've nailed it there, mate. <laughs> cheese is pretty slippery depending on <laughs> what you go that for. That is such an insight into your home life. <laughs> cheese is a bit slippery. Oh, God. So, yeah, a player like a player like Cheese will, you know, would love to get that starting position, but if he... You know, wants to stick around. He's going to be really impactful off the bench. Otherwise, he could probably chase bigger money. He probably could find a starting position. Could. Depends how much he values that. They're always talking about the storm culture. Yeah. Um. An- another player I want to touch on that's um n- controversial, coming back from injury as well, and had a fair few team swaps in the past. Is Jack Bird started at Cronulla, um, segued his way our way, our way to the Broncos. We saw him in Pado a couple times, I think. Yeah, Woolies, I think. Like a legend. Yeah, tall. Yeah, he's a big fella. He's a big boy. That's Um, his strength, I think, as a player. Yeah, and then then after the Broncos stint, which was pretty unlucky, he had a really bad bad run of injuries. Um, And then my beloved Dragons picked him up, and boy, was I excited. (laughs) I was very excited for this one, coming, you know, finishing his rehab, starting the starting the season preseason with the with the Dragons, and I believe he picked up another another injury when he started for the Dragons. So stop it. Didn't get to see much of him for the Dragons. He played... So, he, did he get injured in the game? I think it was preseason. It's all... Because he mean, played he, this he, weekend. Yeah, he, he played this weekend. Looked looked pre- very good, I must say. <laughs> very good. Um, so, yeah, that's another another player to look out for, I believe. I reckon he's going to have a... I hope he has a good season, Jack. You know, and maybe a run in the... I don't know if he'll, he'll compete for the Dally M Awards, but he'll, he'll definitely, I reckon, you know, compete for... What, where is he? He's center at the moment. Well, he seemed to be playing center on the weekend, but I mean, I guess part of his strength is just the versatility. A bit like we were talking about before, like you can just play him anyway. He's just a footy player. He's going to run. He's going to zigzag sort of to the right across the pitch, <laughs> plant the palm in people's chests and just go. Like he's Yeah, just he's another body. fierce competitor too. Yeah, um, yeah. He's, he's another time. player that doesn't hold back. And pretty skillful too. Off the, with, yeah, definitely. With the definitely. Um, mo- moving on from that, we we did see a fair few teams last season, which were which we thought were in contention for the eight. Tigers, one of them, obviously always, always finishing <laughs> at nine, <laughs> always in contention. Yeah, well, it it provides a pretty entertaining last week of of footy. You know, those teams chasing the eight. Oh yeah, the Tigers are always there. So. Yeah, they're all thereabouts. <laughs> so you know, that's pretty unlucky for them, but also. So the Tigers are, are probably a team that we would like to see, you know, compete for the top eight again this year, and also local team or fairly Somewhat. local. <laughs> they're long, fa- yeah, they're probably about fourteen hundred k's away, but it's a long drive. <laughs> um, the Cowboys. Yeah, I am loading up on the Cowboys for this Gee, season. That's a big call. I'm in. I'm all in. Top eight. Top eight. I lock it in. Look then, at. I was looking at the team. 
So they they played this last trial match without Josh McGuire and without Jordan McLean. McLean. That's true. McLean. Yep. McLean. And they've McLean. still got <laughs> Mr. Clean. <laughs> no, they. But you've got such a solid pack. They've still got Tamalolo. I'm hoping they play him in a bit shorter bursts. And I saw something that maybe indicates they're hoping to do that because I know he's such an athlete. He's definitely capable of doing these long stints on the pitch, and he still looks super impactful. But you'd love to see him come on fresh a couple times a game yeah gee that'd be good just so he can rip maybe explode to the edges a bit as well try and exploit some halves because i know that's nightmares if another you're like, impact player yes massive yeah. massive but he's so good that it's almost like too tempting to play him more you know what i mean yeah I get especially you. for the coach because you have him in your team you've, you've got this floor to your performance you're immediately guaranteed going to be like competitive so it's tempting to just play him all the time and be competitive you want him on the field yeah, no doubt. But it's a bit like like Payne Haas played a few eighty minute games for the Broncos last year, and it's like whether he was as impactful. Probably over not. The eighty, probably not. I'd I'd prefer a player like that to come in for a really good twenty minute stint and yeah, just potentially rip. either put the team ahead or change the momentum. Yep. If your team's behind, so I do love an impact bench player. Yeah. So, well, just staying on the cows though, I think they've added a couple of outside backs this year as well. I think I'm going to tip the hammer. To have... Gee, he's quick. Oh, just smooth. <laughs> Moving laterally. He changes just... direction, I think, at the same speed. He changes direction <laughs> like a Roomba, mate. Yeah. <laughs> you can't stop him. I've never seen anyone... He, he, he I think glides. He, I think he gains speed when he changes it's direction. Unbelievable. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Take, it's similar to Addo Carr. You've seen him when he takes off full field. And he's just swerving everywhere. He's, yeah. It's, you know, instead of changing direction and slowing down... It's just somehow plants and goes. Yeah, so the I reckon the hammer. The hammer, I reckon, a bit more this year. A few more highlights, just a bit more. Just He didn't play every match, I don't think, last year. And he's going to be a year older. And hopefully just a lot more involved. Yep. Morgs, hopefully he's going to have a good year. I do love Mick. A lot of... Yeah. Oh, he seems like... Yeah, I do like him too. Yeah. Not to have... I <laughs> just downgraded him. You said love, I said like. <laughs> I didn't mean it, Mick. I love you, mate. <laughs> we, we, we love him. We love him. <laughs> Anyway, he had a lot of bad luck with injury last year. I think he could have a good year. Clifford, another year on, more experience. Hopefully he steps up, takes the reins a bit because just leaving Mick to hopefully run the ball I think would be ideal He's for his game. He's got to run the ball. And, you know, he pretty much won the Cows Premiership with that run. <laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> pretty much. After the Hooter. Pretty much. Well. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And then when they went to the grand final in 2017, that was pretty much on Morg's back as well. Yeah. So... If he's if he's we got have that a, sort of form in him, if we have a healthy Mick Morgan for a full season, I definitely think that the cows are in for a shot at top eight. I'm locking it in. We haven't even talked about Val Holmes yet. Jesus, they've got a great team. They've got a good team, mate. <laughs> they kept Val Holmes on the wing on the weekend, and we know he's a fantastic winger. But because they backed Scott Drinkwater at fullback, and he played really well, he played really. So if he's playing well enough to keep Holmes on the wing, I reckon the cows are top eight. Gee, I, they're not in. Look. Having having looked at it, <laughs> I'll probably second guess my top eight. They weren't in my original top eight, but I've sold them. You've sold them, and I think it's going to be tight. I don't know. We might even see the Tigers cows. Oh, stop it! Compete for the eighty. <laughs> that would be a tight. <laughs> that race. would be very. Good. That'd be very two thousand and five. Um, and rivalry. I think as well within that mix, a bit of a dark horse is the Titans, for me. Yeah, anyway. they're definitely rising. So a young powerful Titans team. rising. So yeah, we hopefully see. A bit more from the Tigers and, and, and the local boys, the, the Cowboys. So, 
that's going to be great to see coming up in the upcoming season. No doubt. Um, and and that's that's pretty much it for our for our NRL chat. We're once again we're super keen to see super some keen. to see some big hits, <laughs> a few some, flick passes, some swift runs. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy the Jet going full field, lift um, off, um, and yeah, pretty much. Actually, I should have mentioned them just very quickly. I'm really keen for the bunnies. Oh, jeez. It's so good seeing them in full flight. And they... Yeah, Renault to Cody to Luttrell to Johnston. That's or Gags. True. That's yeah. Stop it. And I know it was only a trial match preseason, but... Against the Spoons. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what are the, they called? Sorry, the, the Dragons. dragons <laughs> mate. Come on. <laughs> They're not the Spoons yet. Um, they, geez, they... They looked good, right? They looked good. And they, they got Cookie in the middle. And they absolutely ran over the Dragons early. Mm. I think scoring about four or five tries in the first half. just such a running team. Imagine Cookie jumping out, hitting Cody. Cody Walker going down outside. Luttrell, Gags or Johnston. Then you think of the forwards, Jai Arrows coming in. They're a title contender. I think they should be. What have they been the match before? They've been in the qualifying. What is it called? They love a prelim. prelim. They love a prelim. Three Um, times in a row or something. Yeah. So I think it's going to be pretty much... A rabbit's going to be up there and the Penrith Panthers. For me, the Penrith Panthers are my tip to take it out this year. That's fair. They yeah. did look good. Jerome looks good. Jerome Luai. What's your tip? Minor Prem or Prem? Prem. Just going off your trial matches you've seen. I might get on the Panthers as well. Gee, they're, they're, they're a young side. They're pretty flamboyant. That makes it a bit nerve-wracking because obviously last year was just special. Like The vibes were so high, obviously. They were just riding this momentum, loving being around each other. I think, like obviously, they lost Dane Laurie. They're struggling to find a place for Matt Burton. Yeah. Um, Who's a quality player himself. So they've got, they've got a pretty stacked team. Pretty stacked um, team. But I think just the quality of Cleary and Luai and a good forward pack, probably just see them. I reckon it could see them home. With the experience of last year... Oh, I love watching them play too. So yeah, I think well, we both think the Penrith Panthers are pretty probably, good shout. Probably our tip tip for the for the Premiership. Um, and that's pretty much it for our NRL preview. Um, once again, we want to thank our sponsor, um, Kiala Organics Beef, Lamb and Pork, um, for yeah helping us out with our podcast. Thanks, our producer, producer Frey. Thank you, producer Frey. And Gus, once again, thanks for joining me and doing this podcast and um thank you jack we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll see you next week thanks boys I cannot wait